Hello and welcome back to COPS, Kitchen Operations Podcast. It is episode three. Last episode, we looked at fruits and vegetables. Uh, today, we focus in on potatoes, mushrooms, and herbs. Uh, remembering that if you have any questions on the episode or questions in general, uh, please contact me uh, at the email kitchenoperations.podcast at gmail.com and I can answer your questions there or maybe even in the upcoming episodes. So today let's start with potatoes. Potatoes form a massive part of Western cookery and cookery uh, across the world. Potatoes are high in starch. Uh, There are multiple varieties of potatoes uh, that come under two main categories. Uh, That is waxy potatoes and floury potatoes. Now, waxy potatoes, uh, they are lower in starch content, uh, which means they retain their shape when they're cooked uh, and good for uh, roasting and for any cooking method where you want to keep the shape of your potato. And floury potatoes are higher in starch, uh, which means that they're ideal for puree, mashed potatoes, uh, something like duchess potatoes, whatever you may be cooking that you uh, need a higher starch content. Now, uh, potatoes are used in many different ways uh, and are super uh, versatile in cooking. There are five main ways though that they are cooked uh, and finished and they're important to know. Uh, They are uh, baked, baked potatoes, water finished, uh, which is uh, maybe boiling them, steaming them, water blanched and fat finished. So that may be uh, you uh, boil your potatoes, you par cook your potatoes and then finish them in fat whether that's deep frying them, shallow frying them, whatever it may be. Uh, The next is fat blanched, fat finished. So you start the cooking process in the fat, take it out, let it rest for a little while, uh, and later on or at the same time, then you finish them again in more fat. And the fifth and final one there is just fat finished. So you just cook them purely uh, in uh, a fat. There are many varieties of potatoes uh, and a few of those uh, we know of uh, and that may be uh, sweet potato, uh, duchess potato, uh, pink eyes, there's desiree potatoes, uh, there's a few that maybe we don't hear about as much like uh, kitfler potatoes, crystal potatoes. Uh, there's there's a bunch of different potatoes out there, uh, not just your types of uh, whether you like to buy your potatoes brushed, cleaned, peeled, whatever it may be. There's also many different types, and they all come under those three variety, uh, those two varieties. Uh, that is waxy and uh, floury potatoes, and it's really important to know which one they come under and how they are best cooked when you go to purchasing your potatoes. Uh, You want to know what you're using it for uh, on your menu and what uh, variety there is and when they are made. Uh, Now also remembering, uh, depending on how you're using them, it will also depend on how you purchase. So if you don't have a lot of time and you're just doing a bulk mashed potato, you might order in your potatoes already peeled. Uh, If you have a bit more time or if you're going to store them for a little bit longer, you might want to bring them in just brushed uh, or cleaned, uh, washed, 
but uh, and not peeled. That way uh, they last a lot longer and they co the cost is lower there. So identifying what you're using them for. Uh, now with potatoes, uh, there also is your Duchess potato. I've mentioned a couple of times already. This is a very traditional way of cooking potatoes on an a la carte menu. Uh, it's a big important part of the culinary world and history. Uh, now the basic preparation of Duchess potatoes, which is really good to know, is you simply peel your potatoes, you boil your potatoes until they are cooked, drain and dry your potatoes, uh, mash and then add butter and seasoning. From there you actually add egg yolk and combine them all while hot, mashing it all while it's hot. And then, really importantly, piping and molding uh, your Duchess potato while it's hot. It's really hard and doesn't work if your potato goes cold, uh, so it needs to be piped and molded while it's still hot and you've finished all that. Moving into the herbs, play herbs uh, play a very important role in cooking, uh, adding flavor, color, contrast to your menu, to what you're cooking. Uh, now herbs are used fresh or dried, both providing different advantages and disadvantages, so knowing which one and how you're going to use it is so important. Fresh herbs should be used towards the end of uh, your cooking process. This will ensure that the color uh, of the herb is retained and it also maximizes the flavor of the fresh uh, herb. Whereas uh, your dried herbs should be used at the start of your cooking process, uh, this will allow the dry herbs to develop and release flavor. Uh, it is important that you know which one you need and how uh, you're going to use it. Now with fresh uh, herbs, you often have stalks at the end that you aren't using. So your parsley stalks or your rosemary stalks or your thyme stalks from the herbs. Now these can be used uh, as well to maximize the use and using all of the herb, uh, minimizing waste. They can be used in stocks, sauces, uh, and used in bouquet garni, uh, which is your garnish uh, and your flavoring for your uh, stocks. Now, uh, it is also important when purchasing herbs that you only purchase what you need. Uh, and that's for fresh and dry. Uh, now, fresh herbs, if you over order, they lose their quality uh, over time in the fridge. And same with uh, dried herbs, actually. A lot of people don't realize that you, the longer you keep dried herbs, uh, they lose their aroma uh, the longer they're stored. So it's important to order just what you need. Now, different cuisines use different herbs, and it actually identifies in a lot of ways uh, the cuisine that is being cooked. And you can clearly identify the styles that are being used. And it's based around the herbs that grow in the local area. Uh, before we had... Um, ordering online, uh, we had suppliers before, we had many different uh, herbs around the world, people would just grow what is in their backyard. Uh, and this is identified in the cooking. So for example, uh, Indian cuisine uses a bit of uh, quite a lot of coriander. Uh, French cuisine uses thyme, parsley and rosemary a lot. And Italian cuisine uh, uses oregano and basil. Now, obviously, they use other herbs, but these are just some uh, main ones that are used throughout history that identifies its cooking uh, and makes it different to everything else. 
Now, there's plenty of types of herbs. Uh, some common herbs are basil, chives, coriander, dill, mint, lemongrass, parsley, thyme, rosemary, sage. These are herbs that we see every day that we use in a lot of cooking. But there's plenty of other herbs that maybe aren't so uh, common but super important have heaps of different flavor, such as watercress, tarragon, uh, lemon myrtle, garlic chives, curry plant, chamomile, bay leaf, aniseed myrtle. Uh, and each one has individual flavor and use. Uh, and it's important to know our herbs and how they're used. It has come time for our palate cleanser, that time in our episode where we relax a little and look at a fun fact, completely uh, off topic to cooking. Our fun fact for today uh, happens to be about unicorns. Yes, unicorns. In ancient times and throughout history, Narwhal tusks were often misunderstood for unicorn horns. So uh, people would go and hunt and find a narwhal and cut off their uh, horn, their tusk, and present it as unicorn uh, horn, a unicorn horn to prove that unicorns are real. Obviously, we all might like the idea of a unicorn being real, but in in ancient times uh, and throughout history, people would fool one another in using narwhal tusks, saying, hey, it's a unicorn, but really it wasn't the whole time. Uh, Unfortunate for those that believe that, or maybe it's nice that they had a dream that (laughs) unicorns existed. But that is our fun fact for this episode. Unicorns, do they exist? I don't think so, but anyway. Back to the episode and we focus in on fungi or and mushrooms and all the above. Now fungi are not classified as bacteria, uh, plant-based or animal-based. It's kind of its own little category and it includes mold, mushrooms, truffle, yeast. Uh, fungi plays uh, a big part of many different cooking styles. Uh, obviously mushrooms being the main focus of those, uh, it, Multiple, all of them are used in cooking, but mushrooms are the biggest. Uh, and now mushrooms are sold in three main ways. Button mushrooms, which means the top is fully closed. Cup mushrooms, which means it's partially opened, the, the top of the mushroom. And flat mushrooms, which is fully open and flat. There are many different types of mushrooms, but they all fall under these three categories at the end. Flat mushrooms are ideal for grilling and can be also filled with ingredients like risotto or something like that. And button and cup mushrooms are used dominantly uh, in like stir fries, soups, sauces, things like that. Now you can also purchase and very popular is dried mushrooms. when dried mushrooms, when mushrooms, sorry, are dried, the flavor intensifies greatly, uh, and you only need small amounts for the flavor that you need. So dried mushrooms are often expensive, but because of the need for only small little amounts in your cooking, it's seen as a worthwhile cost. You can also purchase frozen mushrooms. Uh, now, when using frozen foods, and mushrooms are no exception in this part. Uh, you need to be aware when cooking frozen foods. They've obviously got a higher uh, moisture content and are going to release that moisture. Uh, So you need to either let the mushrooms defrost or you need to cook them quickly uh, and need to consider this when you are preparing uh, frozen mushrooms and frozen ingredients in general. 
Another big area under the fungi umbrella is truffles. Now, truffles are harvested or traditionally harvested by pigs uh, or dogs. Recently, there's been uh, a little change there. There's more farms being produced and coming about uh, where they obviously know the truffles are being grown. Uh, But if you go to a lot of places in Europe, it is still uh, harvested this way. There are two types of truffles, black truffles and white truffles. They are sold uh, fresh, frozen, dried, and sometimes even canned. They have a very strong, earthy flavour. Truffles are from Europe, but like just touched on, uh, there is high demand on truffles. Uh, They are also very expensive, and the world wants to taste truffles. So there are farms that are popping up everywhere. In Australia, there's multiple uh, farms uh, in various states. Now, black truffles are the most sought after and in some cases are referred to as black gold. They're the flavour, uh, the chance to use black truffles uh, are sought after uh, and super expensive. And black truffles are seasonal in winter, okay, only winter. When storing uh, fresh fungi, uh, all the all the above, everything under the fungi umbrella, you must not wrap it in plastic or anything like that as it doesn't allow the fungi to breathe. So when you store and handle uh, fungi, you need to store it in things like paper bags or cloths so it'll allow it to breathe uh, and not sweat. Now, mushrooms are also... Uh, said that you can wash them to clean them before you use them um, as you're handling them. But it's also really important to make sure that you don't store mushrooms in any liquid or water um, as it absorbs the flavor that it's sitting in. Uh, So when you're storing mushrooms, make sure that it is stored in the paper bag or a cloth, but not any liquid or not any wrap that won't allow it to breathe. Now, there's many varieties of mushrooms uh, and it is important to be able to identify and know what they're used for, Uh, menu applications, how you're going to use your uh, mushrooms. Uh, Some of those varieties are oyster mushrooms, portobello mushrooms, button mushrooms, swish mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms. Each one has a unique flavor, unique use, and definitely a unique style and look. So knowing and going to seeing a photo of a button mushroom, knowing it's a button mushroom, knowing that it's a it has, uh, it's fully round and is used in stir fries and st- soups or things like oyster mushrooms that might be used in stir fries and have a totally different look and different colours. It's really important that uh, we know that. This concludes our episode this week covering potatoes, mushrooms and herbs. In our unit, prepare vegetables, fruits, eggs, and farinaceous dishes. Uh, this uh, will continue. I will continue our unit. Next episode, we'll focus in on eggs. Big, big episode. Eggs are massive and have a lot to offer. So make sure that you tune in for that. Uh, remembering, uh, please email me if you have any questions on anything. Besides that, I hope you enjoyed our time today and learned something new. Until next time, eat something delicious. I'll see you all soon. Bye.